Matthew chapter 14. Uh, we are going to read. Let's read from verse 17. But my focus is somewhere around verse 19. So Matthew chapter 14 from verse number 17. Now it's a simple story. Uh, I assume we all know it. But for the, for the sake of precision, let's read it. From verse 17. They told him, we don't have anything here except five loaves of bread and two fish. He said, bring them to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed them. Then he broke the loaves in pieces and gave them to his disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. Apportez-les-moi ici, leur dit Jésus. Ensuite, il ordonna à la foule de s'asseoir sur l'herbe, puis il prit les cinq pains et les deux poissons, leva les yeux vers le ciel et remercia Dieu. Il remplit les pains et les donna aux disciples, et les disciples les distribuèrent à la foule. All of them ate and were filled. Then the disciples picked up what was left of the broken pieces, 12 baskets full. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Chacun mangea et eut, de, et eut assez de nourriture. Les disciples emportaient 12 corbeilles pleines de nouveaux, de morceaux qui restaient. Ceux qui avaient mangé étaient au nombre d'environ 5,000 hommes, sans compter les femmes et les enfants. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew 15. Verse 33. The disciples asked him, Where in the wilderness are we to get enough bread to feed such a crowd? Les disciples lui demandaient, Où pourrions-nous trouver de quoi nourrir une telle foule dans cet endroit? Jesus asked them, How many loaves of bread do you have? They said, Seven and a few small fish. Jésus leur demanda combien avez-vous de pain et il répondit sept et quelques petits poissons. Ordering the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks. Then he broke them in pieces and kept giving them to his disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. Alors il ordonna la foule de s'asseoir par terre, puis il prit les sept pains et les poissons, remercia Dieu, les remplit et les donna à ses disciples, et les disciples les distribuèrent à la foule. All of them ate until they were filled, and the disciples picked up what was left of the broken pieces. Seven baskets full. In Matthew chapter 14, there were two five loaves of bread and two fish. It got multiplied. At the end of the day, they collected 12 remaining baskets. And they fed 5,000 men. Not counting women and children. In Matthew chapter 15, there were seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. We don't know how many. It got multiplied. They fed uh, uh, 4,000. And at the end, they collected seven full baskets and remained. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, this morning, Ce matin, I really, I, I, I may not be long 
I want to open your eye to see something in that scripture that would affect your life. You know, most of the time when we read that scripture, even when we preach from the scripture, we, we, we concentrate on the multiplication miracle. We concentrate on the fact that bread was multiplied. We concentrate on the fact that 5,000 people were fed or 4,000 people were fed. We concentrate on the fact that after they were, they were all full and satisfied, we had reserved to the tune of 7 or 12 baskets. But there is a little detail in that text that God just opened my eyes to lately. And it is that little detail I want to draw your attention to. Now I'm not saying that the multiplication part of, of, of the story is not important. Very important. And I pray God that he multiplies things in your life this year. Thank you for your amen. But listen, I read the scripture again and I saw the Bible says Jesus had just finished a great crusade and when he looked at the crowd he said these guys look hungry. They have been with us since morning. They have not had anything to eat. Jesus told the disciples get by bread and feed this crowd. In all those two instances, in Matthew 14 and Matthew 15, if you read the verses before, that come before where we started reading, Jesus always asked the disciples to buy bread. But the disciples would always ask, Jesus, how do you expect us to do that? This crowd is great. There is no money in the coffers. That was the excuse they gave in, 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 in chapter 14. In chapter 15, their excuse was, we are in the wilderness. Where can we get bread to feed this people? So in verse 14, it was no money. And in chapter 14, there was no money. In chapter 15, even if there was money, they were in the wilderness. There was no store from which they would buy that quantity of bread to feed 4,000 people. Now, whatever be the excuse for them not being able to buy bread, Jesus never quarreled with them. Jesus never asked another question to try to convince them to the fact that they must buy bread. Jesus n'a jamais essayé de les convaincre du fait qu'ils peuvent acheter du pain. Now, in chapter 15, Dans le 15 when they, the excuse they give is that there is, they are in the wilderness, Jesus could say, Jesus, two, three of you, go back to the city, buy bread and bring. Because in chapter 15, the problem is not money. So in chapter 15, he was not constrained to multiply bread. In chapter 14, he was forced to multiply the bread. Because he needed to feed the crowd. And there was no money. Judas has stolen all the money. 
Judas avait volé tout l'argent. Non. The Bible says. La Bible dit. In both chapters. Dans les deux chapitres. When they brought, when Jesus told them to get to buy bread and they could not buy. Quand Jésus leur a demandé d'acheter du pain, ils ne pouvaient pas le faire. It were the disciples. C'est les disciples. That told Jesus. Qui ont dit à Jésus. That there is some bread. Qui a un peu de pain. In chapter 14. Dans le chapitre 14. They said there is a little boy. Ils ont dit il y a un petit garçon. He has five loaves and two fish. Il y a un petit garçon qui a fait un pain. Et deux poissons. They said all the bread that we have in this wilderness. On dit tout le pain que nous avons dans le désert. Is seven loaves. C'est sept morceaux de pain. And a few fishes. Et quelques et peu de poissons. Now, when you look at the two chapters, Jesus asked them to bring the bread that was available. Jésus leur a demandé d'apporter le pain qui était disponible. And the Bible says he took the bread. Qui prit le pain? He gave thanks. Il 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 rendit grâce. And then he broke it. Et puis il le rompit. Now, each time I read the story in chapter 14, there's a picture that comes to my mind. I imagine a small boy that has his five loaves of bread and two fish. If this small boy went to that meeting with five loaves of bread and two fish, it means that, 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 that those loaves of bread were not too big for him to finish. That was going to be his supper. Now imagine this little boy. He's standing there helplessly. And a big muscular disciple of Jesus will come and collect his five loaves of bread and two fish. To go to Jesus. Imagine that little boy crying to his mother. Imagine this little boy crying to his mother. To him, he's just watching his supper going. To the best of his knowledge and his understanding. This evening, you will not have anything to eat because one strong uncle has just snatched his supper. It looks insignificant. In the eyes of the disciples, that quantity of bread and fish looks insignificant to the crowd. Jesus is asking us to feed the crowd. And all we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. Now, those two fish is not the size of the fish you buy for 1,000 when you go to buy poisson brisé. Deux poissons, c'est pas les poissons de mille francs. Oh, be small fish. Acheter les poissons brisés, c'était les petits poissons. Insignificant. Insignifiant. But the Bible says when Jesus took it, mais la Bible dit quand Jésus l'a pris, he gave thanks. Il rendit grâce. Then he broke it. Et puis il l'a rompu. When he broke it, quand il l'a rompu, he gave it to the disciples. Who in turn gave it to the crowd? Qui en retour donna la foule? And the Bible says as they were giving to the crowd, Jésus que quand il donna la foule, it was not getting finished. Ça ne finissait pas. Until the everybody in the crowd had something to eat. Jusqu'à ce que tout le monde, toute la foule ait à manger. Including the small boy. Même le petit garçon. When everybody was satisfied, they collected the remains. Ils ont ramassé le reste. Twelve baskets. Douze paniers. In chapter fourteen. Dans le chapitre quatorze. Seven baskets. Et sept paniers. In chapter fifteen. Dans le chapitre quinze. What am I drawing your attention? Où est-ce que j'attire vos attentions? 
Very simple. Très simple. Jesus took small bread. Jésus prit peu de pain. When he looked at the small bread. Quand il regardait le petit pain. This small bread. Ce petit pain. Is limited. Est limité. In quantity. En quantité. To fit just a few mouths. Pour nourrir seulement quelques bouches. There is a limitation on the bread. Il y a une limitation sur le pain. That says because you are five. Qui dit parce que vous êtes cinq. You can only fit a few mouths. Vous pouvez seulement nourrir peu de bouches. There is a limitation on the fish. Mais il y a une limitation sur le poisson. That says because you are only two. Qui dit parce que vous êtes juste deux. You can only fit one or two people. Tu peux seulement nourrir une ou deux personnes. So when Jesus takes the bread and the fish. Donc quand Jésus prend le pain et le poisson. And he gives thanks. Et il rend grâce. The next thing the Bible says, he broke it. La prochaine chose la Bible dit il est rompu. What did Jesus break? Qu'est-ce que Jésus a rompu? All my life. Toute ma vie. I believed. J'ai cru. That he broke bread. Qu'il a rompu le pain. But the Holy Ghost showed me. Mais le Saint Esprit m'a montré. That it was not just bread he broke. Qu'est-ce que pas seulement le pain qu'il a rompu? He broke the limitation on the bread. Il a rompu la limitation sur le pain. When he broke the bread. Il a rompu le pain. It was not just the bread. C'était pas seulement le pain. Il 
But what is what, what shocks him? When he cuts the fish and gives to this man, suddenly he feels that there is more weight on his hand. Because the fish that was left on his hand has not grown bigger. The more he cuts and gives, the bigger the fish grows. So Thomas should be telling himself the way this thing has changed from Makiro to Bar, now it has changed from Bar to Samoa. You know, it, it keeps getting bigger. He should be telling himself if I don't distribute this thing quickly, it can become a whale in my hand. So, Suddenly, so unbelief in his heart dies. And he discovers that I must give this thing quick. Child of God, this morning, I came to speak a word upon your life to let you know that you are like that bread in Jesus' hand. Maybe men despise you. Maybe when you look at your profession, or you look at your qualifications, or you look at how much money you have in your pocket, you look at the connections you have, you look at your background and the family you come from. You tell yourself that I am not good. I am limited. I cannot do anything. I cannot go any further. When I look at how much money I have, I can't do the business I want to do. When I look at the money I have, I can't sponsor myself through the project. I can't continue school. When I look at my background, there is nobody that can talk for me. You let me look at yourself. And you are like the bread in Jesus' hand. When the disciples have said, This is only five loaves of bread. The farthest it can go is to feed a few men. As Jesus broke the limitation on the bread and permitted it to go beyond what it was originally proposed for. This morning, by the hand of the Lord, I get to break that limitation upon your life. Whatever be that limitation, whether it was placed by yourself, placed by the devil, placed by your own belief, placed by what your eyes have seen, placed by your disappointment, placed by all the discouragement you have had, I stand on the word of God this morning and I declare upon your life those limitations are broken. I announce to you, child of God, you are greater than what you are. When the disciples are seeing two fish, Jesus is not seeing a small boy somewhere. Jesus is seeing food with potential. To feed 5,000. To feed 4,000. I came this morning to tell you, you can go beyond what you have planned for yourself. You can go beyond what your background has said you can go. You can go beyond what society has shown you. There is no potential in the inside of you. They are only thing holding you back. And those small, small limitations that you have put on yourself. Whoever told you, then you cannot be greater than what you are dreaming. Whoever told you, then you are limited to how much money you have in your pocket. This morning, by the hand of the Lord, I break that limitation upon you. 
that mountain from before you. I take away that weight from upon your head. This morning, like an arrow in the hand of a strong hand, I shoot you to the fulfillment of destiny. I declare upon your life. and prosper you. According to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. What was Paul saying? I am not praying that my God will bless you according to your efforts, according to your wisdom, according to your strength, according to your business, according to your degree, according to your family background. No, no, no. Paul says if I pray that kind of blessing, the blessing you receive will be limited. So you, I pray that you will be blessed according to selon, to what? Selon qui? Whose riches? How much is God's riches? How much is God's riches? How much does God have in his bank account? Talk to me. What opportunity can God not give you? What is that door that is so difficult for God to open for you? How I pray for you today? Even as God prays, that the Lord will bless you according to His riches, according to your strength, according to your investment, according to your prayer. Master's degree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me 
The reason you have them is because you have God. For with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. How many things? Nothing can hold you down. Nothing can pin you down. Nothing can stop you from becoming what God has said you will become. Therefore, I command you: be fruitful, multiply, 
your family. Let the words of your hand increase. Let your business prosper. In the name of Jesus. Every limitation is broken. Now, I put upon you the speed of a gazelle. I put upon you the speed of a deer. I put upon you the anointing to pray for the advance. Let every red sea dry up. Let every Egyptian following you be drowned. Let every valley be filled up. Let every crooked road be made straight. Now for you. It is over. Amen. Limitations are over. Amen. Take off. Amen. Take off. Advance. Take flight. Like an eagle. Amen. I want you to pray for yourself too. I was talking as the Lord was leading me. Citing general examples. But you know your specific situation. You know exactly where you feel the limitation. Open your mouth. Measure that thing before God. And see that limitation being broken today. Go ahead, somebody pray. Uh, pray like somebody that wants that limitation to end. Pray like somebody that is tired. Tired of that level. Go ahead, somebody pray, 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 pray. Be broken, be broken, be broken. Zikata la barada bada, into parada bada, rapalada bada bada. Let the chains fall, liparada bala bado hezibaba. Let the walls of limitation fall. Eko shata bada, rapata yada bada, imondo parude de, ratosi paruda bada, rima madaba bado, leko siyanta bade gede, iparada bada, roto yodo parude de gede bada bado. You somewhere. The destiny and the purpose for your life. That is why this morning, the same way God brought down the walls of Jericho, so that the Israelites can enter and possess. Limitations around your life are coming down. Jesus was in the tomb three days. He resurrected by the Holy Ghost. But he could not come out because it was a big stone that was covering the, the door. Jesus Jesus resurrected by the Holy Ghost. He needed to 
go out. Show himself to the people. But there was a stone. At the top. That stone was limiting him. From coming out of the grave. Even though he was already resurrected. And the Bible says that God sent an angel from heaven to roll the stone. Not only to roll the stone, but to sit on the stone. In other words, the job of the angel is to take away the limitation and to sit on it, making sure that that particular limitation never resurfaces again. Are. In the name of Jesus. 